0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast with Brandy Montambo and Jason Wright. What's going on, everybody? Jason and Brandy here for episode number 162. Does that sound right? Uh,
1: I'm not sure, but I'm excited we're in the 160. <laughs> That's exciting to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it's 162, uh, so glad to be here. Glad you guys are watching and listening. Last week, you may have noticed we missed an episode. I'll take the blame. Uh, my voice was gone, so I had that uh, that deep cough at night only, whatever that is. I didn't go to the doctor. It was kind of here and gone quickly, and uh, I literally wouldn't show up on your speakers or if I tried to, so there's no way we could record, but. We are here today
1: and we are glad that you're feeling better. That's important to us. That's our primary goal is to make sure you're happy and healthy, Jason. (laughs)
0: That sounds great. So, uh, I told Brandy this before we recorded, but uh, for everybody listening, I spent some money and upgrade this internet. So hopefully we don't have all the interference and stuff we've had in the last few weeks. I'll take blame for that as well. I'll just take blame for anything wrong in your life right now. It's my fault and I apologize.
1: Oh, let me get the list out. <laughs> Let's
0: see how much this guy can take. Mm-hmm. So before we dive into the the meat today, did I tell you about this, uh, this new crazy diet or lifestyle change that I'm doing? Uh,
1: no, please tell us. Have I not told you? I don't well, you know, maybe it did and it didn't sink in. So.
0: <laughs> Glad to see I'm so uh so impactful there. Yeah, uh, you're it's,
1: welcome.
0: So about three and a half weeks ago, my wife was like, Yeah, I want to try this diet and blah, blah, blah. And I was just kinda harping on it. She actually said this about five weeks ago. I was kind of ripping on it. I was like, diets are stupid because nobody sticks to them and blah, blah, blah. I'm positive we talked about this, but anyway. So finally I was like, you know what? I'll just do it with you. Not that I feel like I need a diet, just to support you. And it's oh, a,
1: that was very nice. Yeah.
0: And it's like, it's a clean keto diet. And I was like, eh, ah, yes, try it for a month. Let's see what happens. So like a week into this thing, uh, actually about three days into it, I'm walking around like I'm drunk, like I'm running into walls. I'm like, man, I'm so dizzy. I need carbs. I need sugar. Like I'm the king of those things. What do they
1: call that? The keto flu or something? The keto flu.
0: And I didn't even understand what keto was. but My wife was researching it. And there's this one book we're using. And I just said, I'm giving it 30 days because I said I would. I'm not going to stop no matter what. So I got past that and uh, just started dropping weight like crazy. And they say you're going to lose a lot of water weight. Well, I fast forward to now and I'm three and a half weeks in. um, All my digestive issues that I've had my whole life that I thought were normal that weren't apparently all gone. I Sweet. sleep like a baby. I'm down almost fourteen pounds.
1: Back um, on.
0: Working out, you know, four times a week, feeling really good. Um, my appetite is almost non-existent. I have no cravings at all. And it's like my wife's having similar results, and it's like it's something we're doing together. We cook almost every meal together. So like the kids are getting involved and it's like we're not buying the junk and the bread and all the stuff that we did. And I'm not like trying to sell anybody on the diet because that's not what it's for, but it's it's nice to try new things sometimes in life because you might
1: especially as a team with your family.
0: Yeah, because you might be really surprised at the outcome. Yeah, I did this thing with no expectations, and now it's like I'm 37 and minus a sore knee. I feel like I'm 21 again. Like it's really Yeah. I was playing basketball with my kid the other day and Still able to jump up and grab the rim, and I was like, I haven't even jumped in like five years. Like I, my my legs are like, what are you doing to us? So <laughs> kind of wild, but we uh, keep rolling with it.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah,
1: I uh, I well, I started a new diet this week too. It's called the stomach flu.
0: <laughs> I hear weight loss is pretty rapid with that one too.
1: Rapid weight loss. All the 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 best perk that comes out of it is um. Reduce portion sizes, so you get used to, you know, eating nothing. So those three chicken nuggets I had for today were more than enough. It was perfect.
0: So when you were feeling your worst with that, would, did Chick-fil-A sound good to you then?
1: Chick-fil-A still doesn't sound good to me. Like wow. Like I would it was a bad day when I was on all- <laughs> this morning. I was like, oh, I can stop at Chick-fil-A. And I was like, no, no Chick-fil-A. So, it- yeah.
0: Since you said that, I have to accept the fact this may be the last time I ever see you again because you might not make it. That's I might, cr- make, that's crazy, I'm on so. my
1: deathbed. Let yeah. me tell you.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> chick
1: fil doesn't sound good. That's terrible.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. Like for me, for my my daughter still comes home every day. Like, do you want some candy? And I'm like, no. She's like, this is so weird because I was the guy that would buy the big bag of peanut M&Ms. And you're like, oh my god, it's eleven dollars. Am I really doing this? I would eat the entire thing in a sitting. And be like, what's for dessert? Like, I just loved candy and carbs my whole life. Like, that was my absolute addiction. And I would eat all the time. My wife's like, you hungry? I'd be like, no, it's just something to do. And now I look at that like, what? I can't do that. <laughs> right before this, I had lunch and it was so small. I was like, is that going to fill me up? And halfway through, I was like, I don't think I can finish this. So, nice. interesting stuff. So, today. Well,
1: I'm for you. I'm looking forward to the updates on that, by the way. I'll, I'll remember next time.
0: You know, the coolest thing is like when jeans that you really couldn't button without kind of sucking in and forcing it, you just keep them for yard work, now fall off of you with a belt. It's like, whoa, what? Yeah, it's kind of kind of neat. That's awesome. So. All so right, so this, what are we
1: actually going to talk about today? Now that we've figured out how healthy you are and that I am apparently unhealthy, <laughs> what would we like to actually talk about today?
0: Well, something um, interesting is, and I think this is going to speak to a lot of people out there, but. Um, how to get started making money in the marketing world without doing marketing. Kind that of
1: sounds intriguing.
0: Yeah, I had this this thought late last night, and um it, it wasn't even it was just me saying, What do people care about within the world of what I do and how can you package up differently? It's something every company deals with. And I started to realize something uh quite shocking. I was like, I, I never started, you know, I never started in digital marketing on purpose. It was kind of an accident. And for me, it was with ClickFunnels and it could be with any software out there that's used, honestly. But it was like once I figured out how to be an architect in something, it wasn't that other people couldn't. You need to
1: explain out. that. Not everybody understands what you mean by that. They think architect is going to build a
0: building. So when I'm talking about being an architect, um, you know, with ClickFunnels, it could be with a website, it could be with anything online. I figured out how to build stuff within a software, okay? And I was willing to put in the time to figure out how to do most of the basic stuff and more. And what I, and I assumed, I always assumed that I never thought like, oh, wow, this is going to have value. I thought, well, if I can learn this for myself, maybe I can help somebody else. And I started to realize there was a lot of people that were, I would talk to them that were way smarter than me at marketing, but they were unwilling to do the work themselves. So then I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. And then I was like, wait a minute. I wonder how many people out there are like this. And if you start to look at it, how many people do you know that get their grass cut? How many people get their hair cut? How many people hire painters and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Most people, if you put a gun to their head, could do stuff that they don't want to do. Okay. So if you can learn online from the comfort of your house on weekends to excel in one platform, like literally pick one. You want to be, you want to work in MailChimp because you've used it and it's kind of easy for you, become good at MailChimp. And if you learn, you know, 10% more than somebody you're helping, you have value. So if, if anybody listening wants to make some really good part-time money or serious money, digital marketing, you don't actually have to know how to do marketing. It's kind of a crazy, kind of a crazy statement, don't you think?
1: Um, and I would, I would say that it's true but I would say that you can't just stop with that. So yes, you can do click funnels, but if you're going to do click funnels or MailChimp or whatever to get good at it, you do need some, you don't have to go back to school. Like my favorite book, oh, I don't have it with me. I should wait. Maybe I do. Um, my favorite book right now and it's all marketing is building your story.
0: Donald Miller, my man.
1: Donald Miller. So you don't, I would agree with you. Just start. You've got to start somewhere, but to get from that architect piece to the, the one that somebody wants to hire because you're always making a lot of money with it. You've got to be able to understand some core marketing principles. And seriously, if you don't know any, this one will tell you like, trust me, I have, Thick textbooks on marketing, and this is better. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, But it's it's like you said, you just have to start. So I actually know a guy who's coming up getting ready to do think about, I don't know maybe if it's in the works yet, but I know this guy, his name's Jason, and he's actually (laughs) putting together a an online course about how to do click models. And I must say Thanks to my buddy Garland, I'm doing, Dr. Garland Vance, he's creating an online leadership course. And he's like, Brandy, what do you know about ClickFunnels? And I said, nothing, but I have a friend who does. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, is that enough osmosis learning for you to do my ClickFunnels for me? And I was like, sure, I've taken web design classes, it can't be that difficult. Um, so uh, truthfully, I have to give you some props though, Jason, because it is it is, the user interface is really good. Like it it makes it easy. It gives you a checklist. Hey, have you done this? Have you done this? But at the same time, it does, it's a little nuanced, right? Like you have to put effort and learn it. It's not like, it's not like Facebook where it says, write your post here. Like you have to, you have to put some energy into it. So I absolutely agree with what you're saying. If you want that side hustle. If you want to start in an industry that you haven't done before, pick one, pick MailChimp, pick Click Funnels. build one, find somebody that, you know, wants to do something and build it for them. Because if, if you're like me, here's my biggest problem with that kind of stuff. So I have taken my web design classes and I've built sites for, I guess I actually wrote the HTML, which is ridiculous to me. I don't know why anybody would want to do that. Um, but, Unless I have a reason to do it, like I'm in a class or I need to do it for a client, I won't do it. I won't practice it. I won't play with it. So get a client or a buddy and say, "Okay, you want this? I want to learn Click Funnels. Let's partner up and and just barter it for whatever you want. You know, like maybe they'll give you a gift card to Outback. I like Outback, so if you're sending in any gift cards, Outback works for me." Not Chick Fil A today. Chick Fil A tomorrow.
0: There you go. So here's what's here's what's wild. I mean, it, you have to know. You don't even have to. You can actually. I've done this before. I'm not even embarrassed to say this, but you can actually take on a project. And if somebody really doesn't know, which a lot of people don't, they they don't have any idea what a funnel is or whatever it is. You can they really, really don't. You can literally take on the project, put in the time and Google how to do it and literally teach yourself as you go. I can't tell you the amount of times. The most stressful thing I've ever done to date is I was working on a, um, a Shopify store that was live. I was working in raw code, meaning if I screwed something up, I could disrupt this income stream. And This guy's making like 70 grand a month. I thought it was going to take me an hour and it took me about 10 because I screwed it up and then I had to learn what to do and fix it. And it was, I was literally dry heaving in a trash can. I was so stressed Mm -hmm.
1: out, but
0: next time around, I either say, yeah, I can do that or I'm not even going to try. No, you learn. So if you're willing to put in the work, you can learn. And if you just start there and you go no further and you just, just become a specialist in one platform, you don't even need to be that good. If you can understand the basic function of a platform, you can make an extra grand a month part time. Now, if you want to take that to the next level, figure out how that platform, like if you're going to get set up with ClickFunnels, what's the next logical thing that people need? I'll tell you, paid traffic. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it might be smart if I get really good at Facebook ads or LinkedIn or Google, or maybe all of them. Cause now guess what? I not only have four different platforms I can work in on as a project, but I can upsell and build more value. So as you start to go down that road, You can make more money. And then where the really big money is at, if you want to go to the next level, is when you can take the strategy piece, understand how people move through your platform, where they're coming from, how they get there and where they're going. When you can tie that together and have an intelligent conversation and the client says, you tell me, what do you think? And you actually can confidently answer. That's when you can literally name your price. You get in front of the right people and the price is never too high. Okay. So it's really interesting, but... I'm just now really understanding that marketing strategy piece. And that's where the, the big value's is at. But just just start as a builder. Just start as a person who's willing to learn something and be confident. And you can make really good money. And you can do it from anywhere in the world. So uh, for people who feel trapped or for people who are like, oh, I've tried all these things that don't work. I'm giving you a cheat sheet. There's a huge demand with <laughs> online marketing. There's a lot of good platforms out there. Um, anything around the online sales funnel, anything email based, landing page based, traffic based, it's a gold mine.
1: So I would echo all of that. And then I would add in, even if the digital world is not your cup of tea, add in your side hustle anyway. Like if you love wordwork can't speak wood working. Thank you. Um, you know, start selling your pieces. If you love your horses and, you know, you you have three, but you only have time to ride one, you know, s- start giving riding lessons. That way you're riding with somebody else. Whatever it is that gives you passion. If you love flying airplanes, start instructing. Whatever gives you passion, you want to do that stuff anyway. So just do it. Like, let it let it make money for you while you're enjoying yourself.
0: You just said something that really got my attention. Um, Airplanes, well, no, It's not even the it's not even the specific content matter. But think of anything that you enjoy. You know, any hobby, any work, and think about where you are now and where you started. There's always there's a huge market for people. I had this conversation with a guy today they always want to go from where they are and fast track. Nobody wants to actually go through the learning process. Everybody Ooh, wants to Oh, that 10,000
1: hours. I don't want those 10,000 hours.
0: Yep. Everybody wants to flip a damn switch and have instant gratification. I want to, you know, I want to be able to enter the Kentucky Derby and win by this afternoon, but I've never, you know, even seen a horse in real life. So um, anything that you're doing, you know, that's why online courses and info products have so much value, but, Um, you know, my, one of my biggest problems is an audience. I just, I don't put the time into developing an audience. I put my head down and became, became a builder, became an expert in a couple platforms. And that audience piece will get you where you want to go quicker than anything. So for me, you know, that's one of my big things the audience. But uh, if you just focus on, if you have an audience and you can learn the skills on the way, um, even if you know as much as the people you're talking to, if you're willing to put in the work and save them time, I mean, there's value there.
1: There is value. Couldn't agree more. (laughs) You said so much. I had nothing else to add. I'm
0: sorry. I thought it was good. I just put
1: a little exclamation mark on the end and that was it.
0: (laughs) So just to derail for a second. So we've got some uh, guests coming on here.
1: I can't imagine.
0: (laughs) You know, when I, when I listen back and I'm kind of editing these, you take a lot of little shots at me like that, that I never noticed live. (laughs) Like, man, People are just probably laughing at me because she's just <laughs> pounding away. And I don't even notice. So. It's <laughs> well, all
1: love. Uh, my have some native love language is sarcasm.
0: <laughs> is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have some guests on here soon, which would be neat because I'm really hoping to do the uh, the multiple screens of video. That'll just give another dynamic to the show. And um, I would. There's a lot of cool things I've thought about. I'd love to do some even Q&A if people would give us questions and we could answer some of those on the air. That'd be a lot of fun as well. What do you think?
1: That'd be super cool. Mm-hmm. We have lots of opinions. We'll share them anytime.
0: <laughs> so let me ask you, um, what do you think the the toughest part is for somebody who's like, man, I want to do something on my own on the side. Like how's that, what's the hardest part of getting started and how do you think they can get started mentally breaking into that barrier?
1: I think the hardest thing is, is convincing yourself that you have time to do it. Cause we're all busy, right? Everybody's busy. And, And you have to weigh out, you know, where do I want my time to go? Do I want my time to go to four hours of Netflix binging? Or do I want my time to go to four hours of working on ClickFunnels? Um, And and then once you decide, it's just like you with your keto thing. I think that was a really good example to start the show, although it probably wasn't planned. Your support team. If you were just doing, if your wife was doing it on her own, she might not have lasted. If you were doing keto on your own, you might not have made it through the keto flu. Um, support system is huge. So you have to one, just two. So I, I laugh because um, my daughter is 15. She's learning to drive. And um, we get, she's very, very timid about pulling out in traffic. And we live in a very busy town. So everybody from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, all those places, they all move to North Carolina to retire or live a better life. So they all drive like they're still in New Jersey. So everybody's doing 90 all the time and she's a little timid. And so I tell her, you've got to commit and go like, just decide what you're going to do and do it. And whatever the consequences may be, they'll be, be, you know, make good choices first, but commit and go. So I think that that's, that's the key one commit to go. And three is your support system. So as coaching, um, the whole premise behind getting a business coach or a life coach or any kind of executive coach, whatever, is support, encouragement, and accountability. So if you can find those three things in your life, maybe you need a coach, maybe you need somebody to say, are you really doing what you're supposed to be doing? But if you can find support, someone to encourage you, and someone to hold you accountable, then then you'll be successful.
0: Well, and another thing I'll add to that is if you have that need for money, if your your life is in a place where you're $327 short every month, an extra grand covers that and gives you some some extra money to do whatever. So I've been in that situation plenty of times where it's like the pain of not having enough income. I'm going to do what I need to do to survive. So if you're in that mode, honestly, I mean, we live in the, this isn't my saying, but we live in the best time in human history to be an entrepreneur, to have side hustle. I know plenty of people that are career people with side hustles, I've got a friend with a side hustle that does 750k a year, and I'm like, "What does your main job do, bro?" Life is hard. <laughs> he calls it his project, and I'm like, "Oh, right, okay, cool." Come Life on, is tough, in. but it's uh, if you if you can use Google and you're willing to put in an hour a day, just learning and figuring stuff out, and just letting people know that you're willing to set up their Mailchimp or their. But whatever, Game
1: of Thrones is starting. I'll need to watch Game of Thrones.
0: Be entertained and broke or be on your (laughs) way to financial freedom and and less stressed, your choice.
1: Oh, such decisions, Jason.
0: Yeah. Well, very cool. Um, Any other thoughts about this topic?
1: No, I think it's good. I think uh, we, you know, we have done an excellent job of encouraging people to walk out that path, which is a good path to take.
0: Yep. And I'll even go further and say if anybody listening has questions for Brandy or myself, You can email me and I'll make sure Brandy gets it. Um, Inspire at grayfoxbusiness.com. That's G-R-E-Y, foxbusiness.com. Let us know what your questions are. We'd love to get some of those and even respond to them right on the podcast.
1: Oh, we can have like a little mailbag section.
0: (laughs) We might start doing that and just fake the questions so we can get started. (laughs) We'll write them to each other.
1: Perfect. Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Well, as always, if you guys want to check out um, the audio version of this podcast or the video, they're both available at intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash podcast. You can subscribe there if you like. And, uh,
1: and we want you to.
0: Absolutely. We absolutely <laughs> want you to. We know we have a worldwide audience as well. So I'd uh, love to hear where you're listening from or watching from. We can see some of that on the stats, but it's really cool. It's really cool to be reaching out and uh, hopefully making an impact on you. So we appreciate you.
1: Commit and go, man. Commit and go.
0: (laughs) All right. I'm signing out for this episode, Brandy.
1: Thanks a lot. We'll
0: talk to you later. Yep. See you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the show. To keep up with everything that we're doing, check out intentionallyinspirational.com. Until next time.